What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number four of the Storm in the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. What happened to the song this week, Isaac? Well, do you want to do the song? We do a different song. Bum bum be dum bum bum be dum bum 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 be dum bum bum be dum bum. Beautiful. Cue the can. Are you gonna do it? Nah, I don't want to spill it on my laptop. Ooh, Ooh. that was a bit of spray action. Excellent. Good thing we told all the guests sitting in the front row to wear their ponchos. <laughs> <laughs> you may get wet, you will get soaked. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only promises we make. What's going on, boys? Matty, what's going, you? what's going on? Oh, yeah, not a lot. <laughs> Ask the question first. That you did. Um, I've been good. I'm quite tired. Excellent. But um, I've been good. We are off to a intriguing start <laughs> He's to here. this week's pod. That's all that matters. Keelan, what's going on? Oh, I'm good, mate. Just a little tired, you know. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> joking. Excellent. I'm joking. I had a lovely weekend. Um, oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, watched did the F1. To? Oh, watched some football. Oh, uh, and then continued the weekend to uh, one thirty um, Monday morning for the Liverpool City game. How Ooh. good! Very good, but also not good enough. Uh, draw. Mm. Um, could have been a could have been a win, but also could have could have been a loss. So, like you know, I'll take the draw <laughs> at this point and keep it within <laughs> one point on the top of the table and hope City stumble and we don't. And that's your expert analysis from Keelan. <laughs> Uh, look, I was Could've trying to keep it. Could have been a loss. I was trying to keep it brief. Um, <laughs> That's pretty spicy. There's no official EPL pod uh, uh, segment on the podcast. There's not um, today, so I was um, worried about you know running the intro a bit long. But w- here we are. With the lack of that, actually, uh, I'm going to ask, what does that mean for the season in the EPL? So City are up by one point. Yes, three points a win for all those who don't follow too much. Um, one point for a draw. So. Um, basically, if both teams keep winning, unfortunately, City wins. All City has to do is stumble once and not win one game, and Liverpool win everything, and you know we're all right. But it's a oh tough run. There's a Tottenham game uh, that I'm a little bit scared of because they're playing better now. So yep. we'll see. Mm. Um, is there anyone that could take down City? Yeah, Liverpool are the only team I think. Liverpool and City face off once again. What? Is there anyone who can? Take City down. Is there oh, any that could make them lose again? Yeah, is there oh. any challenge for them realistically? Uh, yeah, maybe, but also probably not. I mean, I mean they're currently is, number one still. Yeah, so, so the yeah, like pretty that, unlikely that they're going to lose. Very unlikely. That being, they said, might draw though. It is soccer. They yeah, a draw is yeah. I, I don't see them losing, but they could draw a game. They drew another game recently, like a couple of weeks ago that was surprising mm-hmm. so uh, it could happen again but like both schedules are busy um, but like Liverpool's next leg of the um, Champions League quarterfinals should be more of a walk in the park um, so in theory because City are only up by one against Atletico Madrid on their leg um, they probably still have to field the full squad. Yeah, I'll have to try a bit harder. Um, and try very hard on the Wednesday night before going and playing uh, 
Crystal... No, that's the game that was in the past. That's the game they drew. There you go. Crystal Palace was Well, the game my bankroll would really appreciate if uh, Man City gets focused on winning the EPL and not the Champions League. Because <laughs> I have Liverpool to win the Champions League. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why didn't you put Liverpool down to win the quadruple? Because I'm not that silly. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> 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 so... They just played each other on Monday, right? But they play each other again on Sunday in the FA Cup semi-final. So Ooh. that's fucking insane. Um, and then, like, it's likely that we see them again in the Champions League as well, I think. Um, so, like... Pretty wild. It's very wild. Um, to go back all the way to Matt's question regarding who could draw with City, um, it's not Watford... Brighton seem to just like pull things out and like surprise the big six every now and then. Leeds are playing better. Newcastle's playing a little bit better. West Ham and Aston Villa, I think, are the the big games that could it could come down to. Which, funnily enough, are the last two games they have to play as well. So um, could be down to the wire. Hopefully, it's down to the wire, and hopefully, we have the reverse of the City Aguero moment, where City. Uh, like draw their game or something and then Liverpool win their game like five minutes afterwards and uh, they get off their game and see it on the TV and just mm, cry. Mm, mm, um, that would be very exciting. Instead of Aguero, it would be like, Salah! You know, it would be so good. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> West Ham have been pretty exciting this season. Yeah, I like them. Um, and they're playing European football as well, which is mm. great. Um, like Declan Rice is actually insane, so... He'd fit, like, anywhere on any team. Anyone would be happy to have him, I think. You love to see it. You do. Um, <laughs> but at risk of talking about EPL for the next um, 27 minutes, should we uh, perhaps move on to the official Super Butcher <laughs> Butcher of the Week? The uh, Super Butcher of the Week, if Ooh, you will. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Not bad. I like that. Let's keep it. Um, <laughs> I've got one. going to have something to say about that. <laughs> and so is Super Butcher. <laughs> We're getting taken down. Surely it wasn't that good. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get powered by DC. <laughs> Punch us right in the kisser. And Greg from Super Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my my butcher of the week is the Port Adelaide Football Club. <laughs> Why would that be? <laughs> uh, they are garbage. Uh, garbage. <laughs> they somehow managed to play a home game, and yet their team forgot to get on the team bus and go to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> it, it would seem. Oh dear. <laughs> now, um, scoreless in the first half has been done how many times? Goalless, in goalless in the first half. They yeah, kick five behinds. Yeah. How many times has that happened before in AFL? Uh, Surely, probably, at least once. Probably, probably not that many, but it probably has happened before. Yeah, maybe I, a handful. I think I read today. I'm not certain, but it might be the first time in AFL history this has happened. Where are you getting these facts from? Are you AFL, stuff up? AFL dot com? Oh, I'll take it. I'll allow it. Dot au. I mean, we might need to fact check that one. I don't know about don't that. Know. Gold Coast I'm were pretty bad for a lot of seasons, and as were the Giants. I am bad. actually not on the Wi-Fi, so I'm not going to be able to have a Google here, but um, I'm sure as we're in Isaac's backyard, he might 
have right, a go. Excellent. I will note that it is Port's uh, first ever game without a goal in the first half. Uh, I know that as a fact. I yeah, may I mean, have misread that. First game in their history without a goal in the first half. Lowest score, first half. That may history. be what I was referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, Still pretty crazy. And I think it was uh, their first 0-4 start for 13 seasons, I read as well. Far out. Yeah. So, not great. Um, one thing that's aging like fine wine is some of my takes in our uh, episode that got lost in the ether. Thanks, Keelan. Yeah, what a shame. <laughs> I did I did call Port Adelaide falling out of the eight, and here we are, like a fine wine. <laughs> I thought you were going to be sarcastic about it, but yeah, like they actually, yeah, they actually are, yeah, dead uh-huh. set, crashing and burning, dude. That's it. <laughs> dead um, last, the last team remaining to not win a game so far this season. Yeah, I mean, we love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we do love to see it. Actually, someone's got to be it wooden up. spoon, and uh, yeah, Porter really taking it to North this year. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> They they could be 0-5 after this week as well with Carlton coming up. He'll be uh, wanting some revenge after losing their last game to the Gold Coast. Spoilers for those so, who didn't watch the game. Yeah, exactly. Spoilers. Because um, everyone doesn't bother watching the game anymore. They sit and wait for us to release our, our match. <laughs> <week>. Exactly. <laughs> <That's> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so your Butcher of the Week was them. Mine yep. is... Uh, That's a good good pick. Mine's Matt. Um, and his... Clearly uh, some Matt. other Matt, uh, we can all assume safely. Sorry, it's um, Matthew um, J. Um, because I don't want to say your full name, because allegedly we'll get swatted or something, Isaac said, so... Probably. Yeah. Um, it but could yeah, happen. So, uh, Matt was mad. One of his Instagram reels was taken down, um, and he just... When we were talking about it on Facebook, he just continued to stop, uh, n- not apply any context to his statements <laughs> until after I had suggested the thing. And then uh, he came back with, oh, yeah, this was already the situation. And so that just really frustrated me. And so I needed to throw him under the bus publicly. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. <laughs> you got um, one, Matt? Well, I just. That seems a little bit uncalled for. I've always been nothing but <laughs> concise and not known to go off on tangents. So I honestly don't know where this is coming from. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, you're lucky I just didn't try and throw you at Isaac's shit list to make it a permanent <laughs> recurring spot. <laughs> Yeah, no, I do have a butcher of the week. Um, NHL uh, franchise, the Philadelphia Flyers, once again, have proved to be disappointing. <laughs> um, statistically, if that's even fair to say, the the team with the lowest odds was the one leg in a four-leg multi to go astray. Uh, disappointing, to say the least, but... According to our veteran... I've got another Butcher of the Week, just to add on after this. Betting analysis, Isaac. Um, God bless. To consider the Philadelphia Flyers, a quote-unquote lock pick is <laughs> foolishness <laughs> at best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
at best. <laughs> so so Matt's talking about a game that happened two days ago, right? Anaheim yeah. Ducks versus the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, in the, the standings, uh, the Ducks are 22nd in the league and the Flyers are 28th in the league. So already off the bat, probably not picking the right side of the game. Uh, unknown to Matt was that at about two weeks ago, the Flyers traded their best player, Claude Giroux, to the Florida Panthers for, I don't know, a handful of picks so he could join a team that's going on a cup run, essentially, and they could build for the future. So Could yeah, happen to anyone, really. Second nomination <laughs> for my Butcher of the Week this week goes to Matt and his uh, lack of research on his NHL picks. On the lack of research, I'd like to nominate myself for um, <laughs> failing to adjust my tips for last week based on the ins and outs um, <laughs> because we recorded last week on Tuesday and I tipped then. And of course, the AFL starts on, on a Thursday for the first game um, and I just didn't look at anything. Locked in my chips tips on the Tuesday and just... Let it ride. Crashed out with three out of nine. Yeah, and that's so pretty average. I was like, I'm 75% certain I was top three in the comp. Uh, I am nine out of ten. Sorry, wait. Yeah, 9 out of 10. Excellent. Um, so, thanks. Thanks, me. Yeah, look, I switched my pick to Brisbane last week, just before the game. Ended up losing to Geelong, so Unlucky. pretty ropeable. Pretty ropeable. All right. Um, Matt, just a quick fact check. I'm seeing at least 20 games here where teams in the VFL, AFL history have not scored a goal before halftime. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes I a lot of sense. I don't care about the VFL. <laughs> You don't care about history, mate. Nah, because like Collingwood supporters be like, yeah, we won four in a row. It's like, nah, you won four in a row in the VFL, sorry. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> and I don't like that at all. That's true, but the the record books do include VFL, unfortunately. Yeah, but not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I see, I see. Arguably the most important. <laughs> well, the record books aren't talking on this podcast right now. <laughs> they don't have mouths. <laughs> we do. And we all know history is written by the loudest in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And I'm coming in hot. All right. What do what do we what do we reckon? Should we get into our footy? Do we have anyone for the shit list? Yes. Uh I do not have any changes to the shit list. Me either. So we're still down to the one entry for the um for that one NHL team then. I forget uh, the Flames still have two entries, yes. And Devin oh, Booker. Thought, I thought they got one removed last week. Uh, no, St. Kilda had one removed. Oh, that's week. right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's just too many on the shit list at this point. Um, it's kind of hard to keep track of. Um, Maybe if they weren't so shit, they would be off a, the list. Yeah, that's a hot take. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think it might be sensible to uh, recap the week that was. All right. Time on, boys. I Did guess I'll get it started. What round was it? Round four. Round four. Round four of the AFL. Yes, sir. The round kicked off on Thursday in Adelaide with Port hoping to exercise the Demons after a cursed 0-3 start to the season. <laughs> good start, eh? That's so good. <laughs> South Australians are normally pleasantly surprised with an unexpected Fritz snag. It's a processed meat snag. In case you're wondering. But this occurrence was actually a Bailey Fritch <laughs> goal to open the scoring for Melbourne. Nice. 
The first quarter remained mostly uneventful, with just the one goal as both sides wrestled for clean possession and didn't make the most of their opportunities. Fritz banged home a second goal of the second goal of the match with eight minutes to go in the half. Nice crack. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the power would prefer to have no memory of the remainder of the first half, as they had a blackout forced by the torturous defence of the demons. Right on the stroke of halftime, the straight shooting marshal had the chance to rally his troops as he lined up for a shot from 50. But Zach Butters had a slip in judgment and gave away a free kick on the goal line right after the siren to make sure that uh, the old Porto Power went into halftime. No goals, five behinds. Pretty rough. Ken Hinckley must have considered pulling out his emergency sage after finishing the first half with the dismal zero goals five their lowest half halftime score in club history and a continuation of their curse season so far. Melbourne did fur- further damage to Port through harms as Mays made a meal of Port's first real chance in the goal square and spilled it and then got touched off the boot. Is that um <laughs> Mays? Yeah. As May. in the, the grain yes. equivalent? Mays meal, yeah. yes, yeah, exactly. Sweet. You know, the stuff that Just turns into mealy pup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mays meal. Mays. What's that from? Uh, <laughs> Grown Ups. Where old mates yes. like Maze. Maze, yeah. Yes. Maze. Don't like that movie, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Powers energy was all but gone when Max kicked the Demon's eighth goal in a row, but it was Houston who finally gave Port liftoff in, in the goals column of the score sheet before three-quarter time. Fritch added a third snag to his string to start the fourth, but the Demons released their possession allowing the power to kick three goals in the final term. The margin ended up closer than expected at 32 points, but in poker terms, the Ds had the nuts and came away with a pot of four points. Port Adelaide Power, 36. Melbourne Demon, 68. We shouldn't have uh, let Isaac start off time on because it's there's just no way to follow that. <laughs> Every time I have a Melbourne game to cover, I'm going to try and get Ds nuts in there. <laughs> <laughs> And it seems like every time there's a game at Marvel, you like to throw in something in the in the first line. Something marvellous, yeah. perhaps. Ooh, that would be a good one, actually. Oh. <laughs> All right. Delightful. Who had uh, Geelong-Brisbane Friday night footy? Ooh. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is why I was uh, complaining that I went first. I'm so sorry. Um, it wasn't on the outline, so I thought next up was Pies and Eagles. Um, because someone didn't put it in the Google Doc. No, sir. There's uh, there's two more games Adding until then. Matt to Butcher yes. of the Week. Matt's got him in uh, analog mode <laughs> 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 on the old uh, biro and paper. Certainly not backed up. I feel like Michael Richards right now, about to walk onto stage in the comedy club, <laughs> and I'm likely to crash and burn and end my career tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, go on then. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I believe in you. Make me laugh, funny man. I have <laughs> no stats and little content. Yeah, well, make me laugh, I'll be happy. All right. Um, <clears throat> Lions Cats. What I've managed to write down on my phone whilst on the train is Heartthrob Hawkins displayed real heroism. Just like our bravest men and women on the front lines in roles such as police or paramedics. He kicked a ball of air 
between two bigger sticks five times in one <laughs> night. <laughs> Raging Rangarobo displayed true skill as he seamlessly mushed the cat's faces into the grass every opportunity given, just like an abusive pet owner mushes their pets into the soiled carpet. <laughs> race towards the boundary line. Lockie, I will not kneel. Match high, 30 disposals. Just just a good effort. At least you had no stats. That's a good stat. That's a good stat. Yeah. I like that one. Thank you, boys. No worries. <laughs> Brisbane fought well enough, but the Cats at Geelong are tough to beat. Just like Super Butch's low prices, high quality and exceptional customer service. <laughs> Cats 80, line 70. Oh, this excellent. segment was brought to you by Super Butcher. <laughs> Unofficially brought to you by Super Butcher. <laughs> Whether they like it or not. <laughs> the Cats get it done at the Cattery. Well done, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, God. That was nice. That's a good first entry in the, pretty good. Uh, huh. in the round you. recap. All right. Uh, you're up again, unfortunately. Oh, Back to back. Saturday afternoon. This one might be a little bit biased, being a North Melbourne supporter. Didn't you lose that? <laughs> <laughs> As we'll you said, history's told by the person who's the loudest in the <laughs> room. <laughs> North Melbourne, 300 points. <laughs> That's just not true. Uh, sorry. Please do go on. Taking it back I old said, school. Roughly notes to go on. <laughs> <clears throat> no, seriously, please do go on. No, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> Calm, calm down. He's going to catch his breath. <laughs> Got to get these papers unfolded. Oh, now comes the real challenge. Reading my own handwriting. What? This, this is the epitomately. 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 Of thinking about footy to last longer. <laughs> Oh, how good. Oh, Lord. My paper's getting stuck on the cables. <laughs> Watch out for the condensation from your can, too. You might just erase all your notes. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, read them off before they get smudged. Like a Jack Russell, Zebul showed his tenacity on the offensive and was rewarded with five impressive goals. Not bad. Who Not does he bad. play for? North Melbourne. Oh, okay, sorry. Jack Zebel. And who were they versus? <laughs> the Sydney Swans. <laughs> Where were they playing? At Sydney. Oh, okay, cool, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. As you were. Please do go on. Jason Sound the Warhorns, Francis, literally leapt into battle against those pesky swans, doing the ruse name proud and almost taking a spectacular mark of the year. He also did a lot of other stuff, but I can't remember it right now, and I didn't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you say almost took mark of the year? Yeah, unfortunately he dropped it. Unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> but had he taken it? <laughs> yeah, it would have been sick, bro. <laughs> Drop of the year, perhaps. Now, this 
almost might seem a little backhanded, but Lance, I really need somebody to lean on. <laughs> Had a rough go of it. <laughs> I like that. With two holding calls and a nasty injury. Despite all of that, he still managed to display why he continues to be a champion of the game, slotting two goals. Just all around a tremendous football player. Gotta love Buddy, surely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hawks and Swans edition. I prefer the Hawks edition, but what can you do? I prefer when Gillen has his microphone near his mouth, but what you can I, do. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get some stats. <laughs> I said I prefer the Hawks edition. He's getting some stats my, from across the room, apologies. ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I need hands, right? I've got some devices. I feel considerably less comfortable now that I'm talking to the mic than when I wrote this down. But we can have to edit this out. <laughs> nah, oh natural, baby. <laughs> Send it. North Rockman Todd Goldstein proved that some Jews can play sport with an excellent first quarter display, bagging Bruh. a goal and leading his team. Dude, you could have like used like a Goldstein bakery joke or like. I tried for so long, <laughs> but I couldn't think of anything funny. <laughs> I had to resort back you to good old. You didn't end up with anything funny. Anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> tried and true. <sighs> I don't know if we have to edit that out or not. One long beep, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. <laughs> Our four listeners might be offended, but. Um, Isaac Heaney just had eleven tackles. In one game, so with an average team? of seven, and I mean that's just impressive. That's a match high, eleven tackles, pressure off the charts. The Ruse did iconic Aussie animal proud with their hard-fought display, especially the bounce back from last week's one hundred and eight-point loss <laughs> <laughs> to Brisbane. But sadly, much like a popular viral video that was circulating a while ago. The Swans were able to punch the Kangas square in the nose and take the win. <laughs> North Melbourne 75, Sydney 86. I completely forgot about that video. Um, would not recommend fighting a kangaroo, hey? <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny, though. <laughs> oh, pretty good. Well done, Matt. Thank good you. Job. Proud Thanks. for a man reading off pieces of paper. <laughs> the 21st century. <laughs> he kept turning them so often, it's like he had one sentence on each piece. <laughs> <laughs> He's got written really big on there. <laughs> <laughs> wrote, it, wrote it down in Sharpie. Men's natural font size is 72. <laughs> Kill him. Ariel Bold. <laughs> All right. Imagine writing in italics. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Pretty pleasant, actually. Yeah, all right. Calm down. I thought it was a good take, but I guess not. <laughs> All right, to Melbourne, where fans marvelled over the magnificence of an avian dogfight as the grounded and winless Eagles flew in to take on the Pies, who were fresh off a close loss in round three. Flying Ryan ran in the first goal of the match to give the Eagles a flying start. Jack hit a beautifully crisp kick onto Oliver Hendry's chest to set him up for the Pies' first in answer. Luke Edwards kicked his first in the big show to make it two in a row for the Big Birds to start the second quarter. But the Magpies swept back through Will Hoyaskin Elliott <laughs> and Josh was having a day because he put the Pies in front. But much like Samwise Gamgee, it was the lesser-known West Coast players who were carrying the load in the first half. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> 
two quick goals from the President Kennedy and Willie reolied the Eagles back into the match, only seven points down going into the final quarter. <laughs> the AFL might have checked what is in Brody's boots as he flew his way up for not one, not two, but three huge marks in the fourth quarter and kicked the pies in front. The Eagles soared home as the Magpies had to make way for Willie on his way to his third goal and Jake Robert Boucher-Waterman kicked his first ma- first of the match to help the Eagles snatch their first win of the season. Collingwood Magpies 74, West Coast Eagles 87. Whew. What's this Robert Butcher? Well, you see, Bobby Boucher is mm. the water boy, so Robert Boucher would be oh, the water man. Not the, bad. Um, Adam Sandler film. Yes, sir. Okay. Haven't seen that. You haven't seen The Water Boy? No, is it good? Mama said, get read yeah. The Devil. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good movie. Um, Man, that was an impressive game. Like, West Coast are basically Crazy half a game. BFL team. And uh, not to take... That's a boys back. That's n- big Nick Nat back. Not to take any... Like, I don't want it to come across the wrong way. Like, uh, people assume, oh, the Pies didn't play that well, or the Pies lost it it was just a bloody good effort mm-hmm. by the west coast team as a sports commentator uh here's a buzzword for you gutsy win <laughs> gutsy win by the <laughs> eagles i love it i was at my uh at my parents apartment up in brizzy when this game was happening right so i'm there on the balcony of their apartment chilling out watching it on my phone over in the building across from their apartment building there was a lady, West Coast Eagles fan, who was obviously watching on KO as well because she was reacting, yelling out, Go! Every, <laughs> every like, two minutes. Sort of thing. Not even, every, like, 45 seconds as the Eagles would do something good, right? Like, I don't know, 40 metres away. I could tell which apartment she was in based on the noise. And then there was a bloke who I assume was watching on free-to-wear on level two of my parents' building who was clearly a Pies fan... <laughs> And about, you know, 15 seconds after I would hear a go from the other building, I'd hear a fuck from downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) So that made the end even more entertaining. Oh, that's awesome. It was an extremely close finish. That's so good. Great game. Shout out to Channel 7. (laughs) (laughs) All right, up again. To the hallowed ground of the MCG for a Saturday night blockbuster where the Bulldogs look to keep their season in the hunt whilst the Tigers look to pounce back from a disappointing loss. Vandermeer will have been shouted a few beers after kicking the first goal. Shortly after, Thompson Dow took a bow after kicking his first goal of his AFL career. The astronaut kicked one into the stratosphere as he floated one through <laughs> to the end of the, to end the first quarter. You like that one? That hurt a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but the Dogs made a meal of their chances at goal in the first, finishing with two goals, seven. Absolute mess. God. A dog's breakfast, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> that one's not written down. Good it's work. Not. <laughs> off the cuff. Ooh, ooh. Off the top. In the second, Tom Lynch really pulled the... Put the dogs in a bind. Lynch, you get it? Oh, yeah. Knots and stuff. <laughs> kicking the Tigers' fourth unanswered goal. McCrayfish cut the leash off the dogs, kicking a goal and keeping them on Richmond's scent. Ooh. Hope you had money on Noah, because he was a bolter from four wide down the main straight, 
pulling away to set up a lynch goal to re-secure the Tigers' lead. Norton kicked his second to conclude the half, orbiting in a major from the pocket, and Tim kicked what would have been described as a really big goal in plain English <laughs> to pull the margin back to three points before Bolton fasted himself onto sloppy play from the Bulldogs and kicked his second. The umpire gave gave Rewald a good luck as he lined up for a shot after the siren on th- at three-quarter time, but Jack might as well be called the submarine from now on as he fired a torpedo <laughs> that did massive damage, putting the Tigers up by 24, headed into the last quarter. The Tigers kept the dogs muzzled, kicking three goals to one in the final quarter, with Short playing above his name and stature with 35 touches and Richmond's final goal to shut the, da- shut the gate on the wasteful Bulldogs. Richmond kicked 15-9, to the Bulldogs, seven goals, 19 behinds. Oh. Richmond Tigers, 99. Western Bulldogs, 61. Ouch. Yeah, rough. But also, that goal, how far was it? The top? Yeah. Not that impressive. It was probably <laughs> 60. Yeah, but like it was still... like It, still it was still a still top. It, it, was still a, it was still a nice, you know, right to left... Moving torp through the air. Yeah. You but don't often see someone actually line up for a torp on purpose. No, absolutely not. Uh, usually it's something ridiculous, like they're fucking 80 metres out after the siren trying yeah. to kick one and they come up 40 metres short. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just absolutely the right. choke it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, w- it was very nice. It was a it was a pretty damn good kick. I, I just liked that the umpire said. Oh, that was, how he, good he, was that? It was like. You can run around, but you got to kick it back on the line, sort of thing, about, about the arc of the over And the then he was just like. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just love... Well, Iconic. I remember. So, like, the AFL Kick DVDs, right? <laughs> love it. They hit you with the... Here's your three kicks, bruh. All right? You got your drop punt. Yep. You got your banana and you got your torpedo. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, eight-year-old B's, like, surely the banana's the least used, right? Not anymore. Surely torpedo's, like, used the all most. the time. Yeah, because it goes so massive. far. Nah. <laughs> Apparently not. Fucking clueless. No idea how the game's played. That's why my um my Auskick career never took off. Severe lack of the grubber in the Auskick DVDs as well. Oh, the soccer is big. Soccer as well. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Do you not mean the grubber? Do you mean? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from the hands yeah, yeah, along the, the ground. Hands, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's been not- more, more goals scored along the ground this season than there has been the whole EPL season. <laughs> I don't know, old tap-in merchant Pinaldo's doing pretty well. Yeah. Stand in front of goal. Tap him in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is me. I've it got the you. next game. <clears throat> we have Frio GWS. Ooh. The first three quarters of this... Saturday evening Optus Stadium clash were brought to you by Frio being unable to dock the ball between two big sticks. <laughs> An under-the-table sponsorship deal with the manufacturer of small goalposts on the cards in their future, perhaps. <laughs> the Dockers' inaccuracy made the game close, with the lead changing hands a handful of times until the third break. The largest margin, s- seemingly only 11 points in the first three periods. I say seemingly because I had to do the math myself because the AFL um, uh, app doesn't do a very good job of telling you the margin at any point in time. just gives you the worm. So the so the largest margin could have been anywhere between 10 to 12 points, perhaps. No, I, I think it was 11, but it could have been a little bit more. 
Okay. I think it was 11. <laughs> All right. Now, <laughs> stop putting me off. Largest right. margin, seemingly between 10 to 12 points. <laughs> Allegedly. I should have put that little uh, approximately equal to sign. <laughs> <laughs> GWS had tall forward Jesse Hogan trying to be a hero. Love it. Great kicked, show. Yeah. Kicked two goals and caused problems for Fremantle defense for the Fremantle defense early in the game. Tom, you should vote for the Greens and <laughs> Harry Himmelberg class airship also kicked two <laughs> goals apiece for the Giants. Unfortunately, all of their efforts were not enough to stop the late arrival of Frio's accuracy. The first 10 minutes of the final period saw GWS kick a single behind to bring the margin to a single point before Frio brought out the rest of their fleet of goal scorers and kicked six goals to the Giants' three behinds. Frio, 13-10-88. Giants, 8-6-54. Frio by 34. Just quietly, 13-10 sounds like it should be bigger than 88 points. Just saying saying the words 13-10 out loud. You got mind. me worried there, but I'm pretty sure I no, just no, wrote no, it no, straight no. down from no, the... No, it, it's right, it's out, right. Yeah. But it just sounds like it should be a big score, 13-10. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Mm. I think just any time you get in the teens for goals, I you're like, oh. The trick is with out. that, you probably should um, convert it back from 24-hour... Time so it's only one ten. What thirteen ten is only is only ten past one p.m. in the afternoon. Mm. Yeah. So when you put it in that in that context, it's actually not that much because it's only ten past one. Right. I see. Yeah. Cool. Which would not equal. I'm glad that joke points. landed yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks. He'll be here all week. Try the view. It landed as well as the bombers did. Against the Crows on a Sunday afternoon blockbuster at Marvel Stadium. Blockbuster. <laughs> Between the Bombers and the Crows, he reckons. Blockbuster. Oh, it was tight, though. Like, that's what I... Uh, like, what's, uh, what's this? Uh, uh, during the pandemic blockbuster? It was... A, oh, it was <laughs> no a, ticket sales. Did you watch the game? It was, like, backwards and forwards the whole time. If, if you listened to my recap, you'd understand. Go off. <clears throat> a Sunday afternoon... Football match. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Blockbuster of a game at Marvel Stadium saw Essendon avoid a 0-4 start for the first time since 1967. That's a good streak, actually. How good? Avoid a 0-4 start. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like they haven't had a 0-4 start for, what, 60 years almost. Pretty good streak. I read it the other way. As in they've had a... They had a zero four start in, since nineteen sixty seven, but yeah. that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, you reckon they've started zero and four every season since nineteen sixty seven? Yeah, I thought it was a crazy start, <laughs> We'd but be I guess yeah, on them I guess a lot more. Okay, no, I understand now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's good because it upholds their great record. I feel like they should. I I pulled that stat straight from straight from AFL dot com dot right. Or whatever it is. Yeah, and it is .com.au. I feel like there should be a comma in there to really confirm what that means, but whatever. That's fine. I look like a goose. I'm leaving a one-star Google review for AFL.com. <laughs> <laughs> the big talking point before the game, though, was the immediate inclusion of Taylor Tex Walker, who was banned for six games at the end of last season for racial abuse at a SANFL game. Uh, I didn't have a joke for him because he is the joke. Uh, <laughs> racism is not funny. He hit back against critics, although ironically, and kicked 
four with nine score involvements. Can I jump in, please? Yeah, please go ahead. Um, God, I wish I was like on the beat for this, for his inclusion, because I would have smashed him for any time goal scorer, two goal, three goals, four goals, and made so much money. What so was the much. odds on it? I don't know. I don't know. But oh, I would have absolutely just hammered it responsibly, <laughs> put the house on it responsibly, and made so much money. Because he's been their leading goal kicker for I don't know how many years now. Mm. And, of course, he's going to come back and just kick, what, four goals straight? Yeah. Like Paul George. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's not like he was out injured. Like, he could still exactly. go he could still train. local field and exactly. kick a football. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I wish I hammered that. Yep. Um, it's like the same if you get any, uh, like, rookie forward come in mm. for, like, a, a game, for their first game. Just hammer them. Because teams don't know how to defend against them because there's no film on them. True. Responsibly hammer them. Yeah. Like a, you know, carpenter's touch sort yeah. of hammer. Yeah, yeah. Like 1,500 or so. Yeah. Responsibly. Houses. Rubles. <laughs> Rubles? That's like nothing, dude. That's worthless. Rubles. Responsibly. Responsibly bet all your worthless currency on... <laughs> As you were. Okay. Where was... Oh, there we go. So... In this blockbuster of a match, the first quarter was an entertaining battle with Peter doing everything right by kicking two goals and taking four marks, two of which were contested. The Bombers took a seven-point margin into the break. The second quarter saw the teams trade blows again with Josh Rochelle, insert joke here, couldn't think of one, and (laughs) Mason, I just lost $50 on red, man, scoring scoring in quick succession five minutes in. Peter seriously couldn't stop doing things right, took a spectacular pack mark and kicked his third goal before Jai, all is well, added to their total. What's his actual name? I forget the joke there. (laughs) I'll find it. Caldwell. His last name's Caldwell. So, yeah, it kind of sounds like yours. Bit of a stretch, but I'll... I'll I couldn't think of anything else and I didn't want to put two blokes with... um, without jokes into my paragraph. (laughs) Well done. I respect it. it Yeah. Got to hustle, boys. (laughs) So that goal took the Bombers to a 16-point lead. James began rowing the Crows back into the game with Elliot the Himmelberg disaster also kicking the goal (laughs) (laughs) to bring the game to a two-point margin. Yeah, I got both Himmelberg brothers this week and made the same, well, similar joke. Yeah, nice. Could have said he caught fire too. Oh, yeah, but that's less on the nose. I was going obvious. (laughs) Like I feel like the Hindenburg's a bit of a like you know throwback <laughs> <laughs> to the good old days. Yeah, to the, yikes! Wait. One for our one, one for our older crowd, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. None of these TikTok kids will know what the uh, Hindenburg is. I don't think they even know what a blimp is. True. Oh no, they got them in Fortnite, don't they? Probably. Nah, who knows? <laughs> Alec, can I get some Waterman? Kicked the final goal of the quarter to keep the Bombers ahead by eight points. The second half saw me realise I had written an essay for the first half and have to summarise two quarters of exciting back-and-forwards football into a couple of sentences. <laughs> Neither team managed to dominate. Both kicked more goals, but the Bombers kicked the highest total. <laughs> Essendon, 15-14. Crows, 15-9. Essendon, by a slim, four points. That does sound like a good game. It legitimately was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gone into that game thinking this no. is going to be a good game to watch. I would have gone into the next game and this, I did thinking it was going to be a good game to watch. Yeah, this that game probably of the round would be, you know, the who cares game of the week. Mm. How but good... You'd love to see this close. It was good. How good was the Essendon-Mark 
with maybe like 15 seconds to go in the inside 50 to seal it. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, not bad. The, that was a blockbuster was, moment. Like it was pretty... Well, oh, blockbuster? Oh. Yeah, that was the oh. Thanos moment in Marvel Super Stadium, whatever the hell it's called. Watch <laughs> <laughs> of the week entry, number 17 for Matthew this week. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Thanos is Marvel, right? Yeah, no, he is. I just You called it Marvel Super Stadium, really hurt my soul a little bit. <laughs> what, is, what is it it's called? Just Marvel Stadium. Oh. Yeah, just chill, you know? Just a real casual <laughs> brand endorsement. Better than Crypto.com Arena. Oh, my God. <laughs> Better than Crypto.com. Crypto.com's a big sponsor of the AFL now. It's splattered oh. everywhere, though. <laughs> Around <laughs> every ground. Partnered with the Gold Coast Suns and six other clubs, I think. Yeah. They've made a cracking crypto joke uh, when we alleged that the... Um, What what's that fucking? Or what's the fucking thing they do when like someone clearly kicks a goal? You just hit the microphone button. Just turn it off. No, I don't think so. That was weird. Anyway, the, the review. What, what what score review? Score review. Yeah, yeah, okay. Prove to me the score review is anything but an excuse to plug more advertising. Uh. Yeah, look, they sell every possible piece of airtime because of COVID. They had mm. to take out like a fucking billion dollar loan against Marvel Stadium, which the AFL owns, <laughs> to keep the league going. So yeah, I'm not surprised they're selling every inch of grass on the ground <laughs> to fucking pay off this loan to two different banks. <laughs> Why don't they just get like a but the like wor- a better sponsor like DC or something? <laughs> I can't. Sorry, they can't now. <laughs> <laughs> DC's going to front up, I don't know, 250 bucks for the season. <laughs> I don't know. The Batman was good. <laughs> All their net profits. Yeah, net profits of um, <laughs> Zack Snyder's three-hour 56 black and white epic. <laughs> Justice League or whatever. The worst one I think I saw was the... I think it was in the Suns game where there was a clear touched off the boot and even Harry Mackay said it was touched off the boot. And it went to a Channel 7 ad break, like a real deal ad break, and then came back mid-score review. Oh, how good. Saying it was touched off the boot for a behind. Like, they switched goal, went to an ad break like they do. Bit of a Shane Watson LBW. Yeah, absolutely it was. (laughs) Rest in peace. Shane Watson is doing just (laughs) fine as far as I'm aware. I always got those two confused. One of them got many people out LBW. The other one had got a habit out of getting out LBW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These two people aren't the same. Riddle me that. <laughs> Are there so many Australian Shane's- cricketers with WAs as the first two letters of their surname? I mean, you could have just gone for the Shane thing. Oh, that too. <laughs> How many a, Shanes are there? It's a co- well, Shane Watson, Shane yeah. Warren. Well, yeah, the two guys. Shane talking Gilchrist, about. Shane Smith. <laughs> hey, hang on, a wait second. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Ricky Ponding's cricket? <laughs> <laughs> cricket 07, my guy. <laughs> 
imagine not being able to f- afford to put the Joseph, <laughs> Joseph Galepsi. Joseph. Joseph Galepsi. Giuseppe. But Matt does have a point about the WA uh, surnames. I yeah. I've genuinely always struggled with Warner and Watson. Always get them confused. Oh, I forgot about always Warner. come out as mm. a fool. Mm. One of them's short. The other one's actually like quite tall. <laughs> like they are completely different people. Warner, when you look at... No, fuck. Now I can't remember. Oh, Warner. Yeah. Warner. The current player. Warner, when you yeah. look at him, does not look like the body of an athlete. No, he does. He does? Yeah, I'd say he's like Do you a mean short Shane? king athlete. Yeah. Do you mean Shane Warne? Because like, his body is not looking too fresh hot right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing East is coming up, because this man needs Jesus. <laughs> the Saints are about to come march in and help Matthew. No, David Warner. David Warner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not like... He's pretty fit, I reckon. Yeah, he is. Like He looks, he looks like he... Like looks after himself. Looks yeah. like he hits the gym. Huh. Okay. Well. He's not like the Phil Kessel of cricket. No. <laughs> For anyone out there, look up Phil Kessel from the NHL. He looks like he looks like us essentially. You know, some guys who some enjoy watching footy blokes. on the weekend and like the beers and food. Some he looks like that, but somehow blokes is one of the best players on the Arizona Coyotes NHL team. Matt's been harassed by a mosquito. Just smack it. Not with the microphone though. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Like you look like you were getting that hand ready. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. All right. Can we? Um, can I? I'm just going to do it. Unless there was another game in... Excuse me. That was a burp. Unless there's another game in between that isn't on this Not list because... That Matt, I can think of. Because Matt covered it. Yeah, cool. Um, the Pies game? Nah, it's after. We're good. I already did the Pies game. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah I thought so. Sorry. Th- yeah, you are after. Yeah, yeah Hawthorne. And then yeah, I cool. to finish. So Melbourne, oh, he was trying to avoid it. Yeah, um, <laughs> no. Mm. Melbourne was spoilt for choice for sport viewing on Sunday. This game was not the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> Hawthorne had a flying start with Dylan. Sir, please, sir, may I have some more? More kicking the <laughs> kicking the first goal in 32 seconds, and his second goal in the opening two minutes. Unfortunately, <laughs> the Hawks fell from their perch and continued to fall for the rest of the game. Once again, Max was the king of the fourth quarter. The Saints kicking the Saints forward kicking three in the final period. Previous week's headlines have been dominated by the Monarchs' performance. However, this week had shared accolades with Max King. Tom can't remember what he had for breakfast. Jade Gresh ham and cheese and Bradley Hill all kicked four goals. Jack haircut is a Sinclair. He has a mullet and his last name's Sinclair. <laughs> That's pretty good. And Jack Steele stole some spotlight away from King and the forwards as they dominated the midfield with 35 and 33 disposals, respectively. Uh, that's all I put because I couldn't watch this again. Um, that's it fair. It made me very sad. Um, yep. It was just very disappointing. Hawks, 10 and 13 for a total of 73 points. Saints scored some goals and the Saints won by a margin. Uh, Goodness me, 22-10. Yeah. Far out. That uh, equates to 142 points. <laughs> Saints by 69. Nice, but also <laughs> <laughs> also not nice. Uh, with your little write-up there, nah. Max was king in the fourth quarter. You could say 
King in the fourth. Perhaps. Oh. Shout out to... The fourth remembers. George R. R. Martin or whatever. <laughs> Man. Yeah. This large man. That was a bit rude. Yeah. He's probably a nice guy. No, he's not. Laziest Everyone's writer in history. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Look at to sit at home and type got, some words got a, in. Got a bag and fumbled the rest of the books. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing like that? <laughs> he's trying to live his best life. I don't think he is. I think he could try harder. He's definitely not living <laughs> a healthy life. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. You write a universe. <laughs> Mate, I get up, yeah, I right? <laughs> I get up on my weekend. I watch some football. <laughs> <laughs> I write some words. You work at least three days a week. That's true. Well, given that we've got a bunch of Monday public holidays up, we c- uh, coming up, we can change that to works at least two days a week. <laughs> oh, how good. How good. Um... Yeah, I'm living my best life. Fair enough. Follow Salty Season Band on Instagram. Yes, sir. Thank you. Agreed. Alrighty. Wrap up the round, you reckon? I've got a bloody story to tell here. <laughs> I think I've got more words here than George R. R. Martin put into his final book. <laughs> There's more punctuation. There could be. To the sunny Gold Coast to wrap up the round where the blues were tuned up from a 3-0 and start while the Suns were trying to bounce back after being blocked out by the Giants. Harry McKay turned into Marty McFly as he got up early but couldn't hang on, but it was a golden ticket that fell into Charlie Curnow's lap as he snapped a goal to open the game. Cripp's bag was sealed for freshness, but he reached in early and pulled out a beautiful kick to put the Blues up 12-0 less than two minutes into the game. It's time to give Malcolm his flowers as Roses got his first AFL goal to get the Suns back in it. Mr. Noah Anderson, Matrix dodged his way between the Carlson defenders to storm up the middle for an on-the-run major. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well start calling him Malcolm Boutonier as Roses snapped his second right near the left forward pocket. Does anyone need an explanation of what a boutonniere is? Yeah, I actually kind of do. It's the uh, little flower that you put in your in your lapel on a suit. Oh. So, I, I knew that. That's why I didn't ask. Oh. <laughs> Unlike Keelan, who clearly didn't know what that was. So old uh, Rosa snagged one right from the left yep. left forward pocket as a boutonniere. Yep. Yep. Our Hindenburg fans are going to really appreciate that. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, our fans of the 34 casualty Hindenburg disaster are really going to love the the boutonier joke. That could have been, I can't believe they overloaded that airship like that. No, nah, the cause was not listed actually, so may not have been uh, overloaded. Um, still under investigation. We'll wait for the facts to come out on that one. Yep. All right. So sorry. <laughs> I derailed it. But a lemon's mistake deep in defence soured the Suns' mood as he blew it to Hewitt, who jumped on the opportunity for an easy goal. <laughs> Patrick may be built for Cripps walking, but there's a reason there's no such thing as Cripps lunging as he popped his hamstring at the end of the first quarter and was ruled out at quarter time. Oh, no. <laughs> Mackay took a whack in the beak and was forced off the field, but it was the Suns left with long faces as, like a good thoroughbred, the whack only spurred on Maccabi Diva as he kicked two goals in rapid succession. 
Nice. Roses was red and Carlton was blue as Malcolm added a third goal to his previous two. To open the third quarter... (laughs) To open the third quarter and Marbior said, you can't touch this as MC hammered one home from point blank after a 50-metre penalty. His name's Marbior Chole, in case you're wondering. (laughs) Matt's not impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Jolly stayed jolly, delivering his third goal minutes later. The Blues tried to apply pressure to the, to stay alive. But Josh, no more Corbett's, sent the Suns into the final term with a six-goal lead. <laughs> Josh Corbett, the house on him because he's always an anytime goal scorer, got the Suns on the board again early in the fourth, drastically decreasing the chances of the Blues pulling off a comeback. Zach Fisher reeled in a consolation prize as he got a late goal in the match. But the Gold Coast continued to shine as the crowd at Metricon started singing, Here Comes the Sun. Thank you. Gold Coast Suns, 92. Carlton Blues, 62. Not bad. Not bad for the Suns. Pretty good. Good win off uh, apparently finals bound, grand final bound Carlton Blues. Does that make two... Sorry. You go. Does that make two wins for the Suns now? Uh, It does. Two and two in ninth. They could make top eight. They're on the cusp, like I said. Like di- what disappeared into the ether. On the cusp. I believe I did mention it in uh, in the, in the I re-record. I think you mentioned it in the follow-up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I actually made like a, a reference cheese. to Marbjorn being MC um, when we were all watching the game after the Excellent. F1. one. Um, very happy to see that joke got squeezed in. Pretty Thank good one. I, I, got a, I got a good list of things for him. Do you? Yeah, in my phone. He's very nicknameable. Is he? Yeah. All right. Works well. We'll find out next week. We'll if find out a next good week. Game. Um, also, I have a note here for, uh, you know, how teams' stadiums have nicknames, such as uh, GMHBA Stadium down in Geelong, the Cattery, uh, the Gabatoire up in Brisbane. Uh, I'm thinking if the Suns keep winning at home, start calling it the Solarium. Teams are going there to get burnt. Thoughts? Yeah, that was really good. Um, <laughs> Do you go to the solarium to get burnt, though? Is that your intent? No. <laughs> but if you fuck around, you will. <laughs> you better be prepared. Talk shit, get hit <laughs> at the solarium. If you're not in your DTs and have your really thin sunglasses on, <laughs> you're going to be in for some strife. I like it. I don't hate it. Next game I go, I may take a poster that says welcome to the solarium. Or we could just get enough boys to go that we spell it out on our bodies. Oh, we need a lot of boys. That's a lot of boys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just go with some paint and we <laughs> we recruit some people while we're there. <laughs> Might take up most of the crowd capacity actually trying to spell that one out. <laughs> Even if we omit the and we just go with solarium, that's eight blokes. That's difficult. Well, then we might as well just commit to V because that's only three more. (laughs) Surely, if we're going through the effort of taking the paint, we're talking about spelling out, come to the solarium without your DTs and very thin sunglasses and and get burnt. (laughs) Prepare to get burnt. (laughs) At least an exclamation mark. I'm not sure if the members section is going to be really happy with the amount of paint we need to bring. That might... Span from boundary to boundary of boys lined up behind the goals. 
Definitely will if we include the punctuation required. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being one of the boys, it's a comma. Oh. <laughs> That's reserved for the boys under five foot six. <laughs> they just have their face painted. It is what it is. <laughs> that way it'll stay in line with the rest. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out Short Kings. Oh. Everyone has their part. Everyone has a role to play. That's it, exactly. Some of us are commas. Sport, the great equaliser. (laughs) Some of us are commas. (laughs) Quote, (laughs) Matt. (laughs) Matt, name minute here. 12th of April, 22. (laughs) 9.11pm. All right, and I I have another point that I've noted down here to wrap up uh, round four. Mm, Yeah, so AFL CEO, Neil McLaughlin, uh, has announced that he'll be stepping down as CEO at the end of this season. Nine seasons in charge, eight years, nine seasons in charge as a CEO, and 12 seasons total involved with the AFL. Is he not good enough for a punny nickname? Um, mm, I'd have to work on it. Hmm. Uh, Gil has been drowning at work. Something, something. Uh, it's because he's got gills. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to Open Mic Night. Yeah, okay. Someone was saying Bill Earns back there, I think. <laughs> I'm not even going to cut that. I'm just going to let everyone see that we're human. We make mistakes. Sometimes <gasps> the gods fall. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But a couple points to note before he uh, leaves at the end of the season. He's got a couple things to work on. He's got the two collective, collective bargaining agreements uh, for the women's and the men's competition to renew. Uh, and the TV rights deal he's going to renew again currently runs out at the end of the 2024 season. Um, so he's going to work through that before the end of the season. Uh, and then he's also going to decide how much funding each AFL club gets moving forward into the future in the post-COVID world. So that'll dictate salary caps, etc. Hmm. Yeah. I have no takes on this. Well, I just want to say a shout out to him. I think he's done a uh, pretty decent job over the past nine years, especially during COVID, to keep the season rolling mm. along as he did. Uh, pretty tough time. Uh, and thanks to his efforts, some people don't like him because of the rule changes that have come in under him, you know, such as ones this year for, like, standing the mark or, you know, the 666 rule. I like the standing um, mark thing. But in my opinion, it makes the game flow a bit better and gives us more high-scoring games. Uh, I'm not against the low-scoring game because that's how Sydney won their grand finals, basically, um, by grinding out wins, but it's just not the most entertaining game to watch, so I'll back him on the decisions. Whatever's best to best to watch and get more viewers into is best for the game, I think. Get bums in seats. Bums in seats. At the solarium. <laughs> <laughs> get tan bums in seats. With smugglers of budgies. Shout out, Gil. Well done. Why doesn't the solarium have budgie smuggler night? Bunch of dr- <laughs> drunken You know, <laughs> mosquitoes probably. Well, for a start. they do as uh, Plungy Pools, major sponsor of the Gold Coast Suns, have a plungy pool at the they do. Uh, river end, Pro. at the Narang River end of the ground. So you could whip out your DTs and jump in the plungy pool. I am talking, though, just a bunch of... Drunk football fans in nothing but DTs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same as what happens at the Big Bash every year. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Gabs and the Gabba and their pool deck. 
Ooh, yeah. Mm. Exactly. So, shout out Plungy Pools. <laughs> Official sponsor of Storming the Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Unofficial pool sponsor of Storming the Beach. <laughs> As we sit near your pool. That Could do with a new one. It's pretty, pretty old, yeah. Oh, but it's so nice. It's not bad. It's an old fiberglass pool. Needs to be replaced. Chill Hit me out. up, plungy pools. Plungy. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. That's that's the AFL round. Should we look at the week ahead? Or... Might yeah, let's speed run the week ahead. Might as well stay on the AFL. Week ahead. Alrighty. First game on Thursday, 7.35pm. Mm-hmm. At the Gabatoire. The Lions versus the Pies. Uh, Lions. Yeah, sensible. Got to take them. By approximately 27 points. Interesting margin. I don't hate it. Um, I'm really bad with margins so far, so don't... I'm going to go 20. 20 is a good good amount, I think, usually. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, The Rose, Western Bulldogs. Getting a win, Matty? I don't know. Yep. Western Bulldogs it is. I think it's the Lack of confidence off the bat, Western Bulldogs. Especially from it, a fan. Easy. Just, just because... From a diehard, no confidence. The Roos played such a good game last week, but I imagine it'll be hard to keep that standard up. Heartbreak from last week. <sighs> Honestly, I don't know. I think Noble should be, would be pretty proud of the boys. They played, they played well, and it seems that the consensus of AFL fans... Uh, proud of the effort from the boys to bounce back from such a humiliating defeat, honestly. Um, but just to play at that intensity week in after, like week in, week out, mm-hmm. is very tough. Historically, has always been tough for any sports team in any code. Yep. Um, you know, as a, as a fan, I hope they play really well, but being a bit conservative on it, it's likely that, yeah. Probably another loss. Yeah. Yeah. But full credit to the boys for their effort against Sydney last week. Thank you. I could do all of the sideline interviews as a player for all the teams. I just say full credit to the boys. Full credit. Tried our hardest. Uh, you know, fought back there at the end. Tried to apply the pressure, but got the win. That's all that matters. And then on to next week. <laughs> Beautiful. We gave a gutsy effort. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> The next game is West Coast against Sydney. In Perth. In Perth. Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, although I'm torn on this. I think I'll be checking. Do West Coast have players back? Surely they're still missing half their team. I'll be checking on... uh, On I I shouldn't have tipped anything because then it would have reminded me. Nick Nat's out for a long time. So He is actually. Mm. Wasn't he back last week? Yeah, but he's out for like six weeks, I think. Oh, for... Yep. Honestly, dude. Not good for the big unit, unfortunately. What do we do? Hold on. Medical room. AFL.com.au. Let me scroll down. West Coast will be last on the list. Thanks. Alphabetical order. Get down there. How else would you like it ordered? What, by Western Bulldogs, last. My mistake. Nick Natanui, knee, 8 to 12 weeks. Let's see. So, we got Oscar Allen, two weeks. Andrew Gaff, one to two weeks. Tim Kelly, test. That new eight to twelve, Dom Sheed four weeks. Yeah, it's Sydney for Elliot. me. <laughs> yeah, Sydney. <Yeah>. I think. <laughs> Based on those so far, Sydney. Yeah. Um, 
St. Gilda, Gold Coast at Marvel Stadium. Saints. I am... I think the odds are, are really odd, rude for Gold Coast. Three the odds are wrong. is wrong. The odds are wrong. Yeah. That's okay. We can... All our fans over in North Macedonia, jump on a VPN, get on, you know, sports bet, Ladbrokes, whatever you want. Money to be made. Money to be made. Let's take them to the cleaners. Gold Coast line, perhaps. $3.20. Too much. We um, can take Gold Coast plus 10. What have we got? What's the line at? Gold Coast plus 19.5. That's way too big. They're a footy team, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> They're an AFL team. I'm taking that, but I <laughs> may tip some killer just because it's in Melbourne. Gold Coast had a solid mm. win last week. Mm. Bit of a letdown spot away from home. I'm I'm really torn on this one actually because it, like it'll be close. The odds are wrong. I'll they, say that they much. did beat Carlton, but also I'm absolutely full of crisps. Was only playing one quarter, so <laughs> um, tough. I'm leaving it. I'll tip it later. Fair enough. Can't decide. Fair enough. Kind of want to tip the Gold Coast Suns though, but we'll see. I'm going to lock in St Kilda now. Get on the line though. Uh, Adelaide, Richmond in Adelaide. Ooh. Unsure. Another tough one. It's a tough one. Richmond played well last week, didn't they? Yeah. If Buddy's back, uh, not Buddy. Jeez, Lord. If um, Dusty's back. <sighs> Little buddy, I, I'm could not sure be, if they um, could be a big in. I don't think they've announced it. They I haven't seen anything have. yet. Um, I think Tex is going to be hungry for at least oh, three or four yeah. more games. Yep. What was that? Uh, anytime goal scorer, lock it in. Well, look. Now the odds might be as good. Yeah, either. his odds will be like dollar eight to score yeah. one. Yeah. Dollar fifty to score two, sort of thing. But, um, because it was a. The first game is where you want to get your value. You could. I reckon it'll be a bit of uh, Ryback action. WWE fans will know that Ryback says, uh, feed me more. And I reckon he'll be keen. He'll be hungry. As Matty said, for the first three rounds. Back. Okay. But, um, could be another close one. I'm going to have to wait for this one. I'm, I'm going to have to wait as well. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm leaning Richmond. Although Adelaide has won two in a row. But against mm. the Cellar Dwellers, Port and Essendon, who also aren't too flash, haven't exactly taken off this season. The old bombers. No. <laughs> Thanks, Matty. I'll be here all week. Try the veal. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> uh, next game? That's an easy one. I'm tipping Melbourne over GWS. Lock it in. House. <laughs> you're only going to make um, at the MCG you reckon lock in demons <laughs> yeah funnily enough um, I, I, I look don't you'll make point one four houses on top of your house for your investment it's a lot of juice for any profit poor, poor juice economy That's yeah a, well the, the juice you make a little bit of be, a house every now and then eventually you'll end up with a big house you will put the parts into a whole house, but yeah. the juice may not be worth the squeeze. But for footy tipping purposes, uh, Melbourne, conservatively, by 70 points. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think 70. I think a conservative 40 might be sensible. <laughs> the next game, though, um, 
I don't understand how Gold Coast is Carlton. $3.20 to beat St. Kilda, whereas the next game, oh, Port yep. Adelaide are two forty five to beat Carlton. Yes, it's weird. Because it, Port aren't winning a game this season. They're, Possibly go, they're not. going to they're gonna go winless. They're absolutely 0-5 to start the season. Carlton's winning that. More even lock life on Carlton to win without Patrick. It's easy money given Blue that you get point five five houses per house. That's easy money. That's yeah. that's a that's good value. Take Carlton every day of the week there. Hopefully we're not regretting that. But Look, it's at the MCU too. Yeah, so, like you know. <laughs> Port couldn't send their first team on the local bus to Adelaide Oval, let alone <laughs> on a plane to the MCG. Pretty sure they, they sleep in demountables next to the Oval as well. They just exactly. didn't wake up. Exactly. Um, next game's a bit rude, though. Ooh. Messing in 3-0. There is 10 cents in it. Uh, far out. I'd probably just take... Oh, I don't know. Jeez, this is tough. Um, Essendon's 1-1. Fremantle's won three. Ah, Freo did look good last week. They did, but so did the Bombers, but it was against the Crows. Hmm. Hmm, this is tough. Freo Freo smoked the West Coast Eagles, but they had their second team playing as well. Freo had good... Oh, yeah, can't go off total wins because of that West Coast game. Yeah, and they beat Adelaide. I'd back the Dockers, I reckon. I'm leaning Essendon only because it's in, in Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what the odds are saying as well. Slight favourite to Essendon. The, the Dockers have looked good the last two seasons. They have. Essendon aren't doing anything special. Mm. But Peter Wright's playing good, something he couldn't do on the Gold Coast. So, mm. congrats to him. Mm. Frio's game was closer than it should have been because of inaccuracy. If they kick well, they'll, they'll like they'll likely make lots of chances. Is what I'm trying to say. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Essendon did also kick fifteen thirteen. So. Oh no, dude! My, <laughs> I'm just bringing up points that are completely moot. Yeah. Look, this is a t- this is a pretty much a straight up pick 'em. Like pick a side. Yeah, I'm just, just gonna pick the coin home toss. Team. I'm going home team. Yeah. Um, tough one could be based on injuries perhaps might have a look later in the week see what happens but yeah, I, I might I might, might ride with Essendon yeah. um, I think this next one's the a over maybe back the over on that game for the gambles out there lots of chances from each team last week uh, maybe Peter Wright two plus goals maybe <laughs> total behind scored 30 plus <laughs> but, Christ <laughs> is that a market you can bet on Probably. It probably is, but what a shitty market to bet on. Yeah. <laughs> miss. Miss, but not by too much, but miss. No, 30 plus. Miss uh, as much as you want. <laughs> Please. But don't miss everything. Oh, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> don't kick it on the full, yeah. Um, don't I think, do your job. I think Hawthorne's a lock against Geelong, just to wrap out the round. Huh. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where I had... The MCG. MCG. Geelong's so far away from Melbourne. They're going to be jet lagged. <laughs> Look. <laughs> rest isn't going to be an issue for Geelong. It will they'll, be. They'll have over a week off. Well, the Hawthorne's thing is... coming in right on a week off. 
Well, actually, a little bit over, actually, because it's Monday. Geelong's Monday old, isn't it? Easter Monday. Yeah, but they have plenty of rest. Nah, they're, they're old, mate. Um, they're going to have a big Easter. They're going to be all chocolated up. Hawthorne you, you did lose by 69. Nice. You reckon this week? <laughs> Paddy doesn't eat chocolate. Not a chance. Yeah, that, well, he seems like Selwood does. He's a real bodies my temple kind of looking guy. He is a bit actually. Yeah, mm. yeah. Maybe Where, tea has a bit too much caffeine for him. Whereas the Hawks might let let a few slip. What are you trying to say? Do you think Jaeger O'Meara has a has a cheat meal? No, he's not a cheat meal sort of guy. No, he's he not. Is, not. He's chiselled from his forehead down to his toes. <laughs> that bloke, dead set. He's from his jaw, his jaw is ridiculous. You can see his veins in you his hair. You can see his abs through his jumper. <laughs> <laughs> that bloke is ridiculous. Uh, I, I think Mitch Lewis needs to have some chocolate. <laughs> um, especially if he keeps... I think he deserved it too with that mark of the year contender as well, which I meant to mention earlier, Mm. where he settled the ball with one hand and then took it with his other as he (laughs) fell to the ground. Um, Much better than the attempted goal of the year. Sorry, mark of the year. Drop of the year contender. Drop of the year contender from North. Yeah, you got something? Had Horn Francis taken the mark, it would have been We'd be blowing his trumpet. Far more impressive than anything else anyone could possibly achieve this season. But he didn't. Far more impressive than anything else achievable in the rest of the AFL season. Yes. Had, um... Dude, there's just too many hypotheticals that I can throw for fun (laughs) here. It's just, I'm getting lost in... He's overwhelmed. I am completely overwhelmed in how stupid that logic is. I'm it's, so sorry. It's not good logic. No, it's silly. I'm. Uh, I said I'm going to tip Hawthorne every game, so I'm doing it. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. Um, also, I'll be very happy if they win. So pff, I'll take it. I would very much like them to win. Yeah, I don't like Geelong. Not a huge fan. No, no. 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 Yeah. W- would be fine if they lost. Yep. I think I'll probably be the only person that tips Hawthorne this week too. Quite possibly. Um, which, given that I'm <laughs> going to tip every other game correctly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> will mean that I'll have tip nine out of nine, um, and that's cool. Yep, excellent. Yeah, yeah, well yeah. All right, um, is that done for footy? I reckon. Yep, that is the footy. Wrap it up. Wrapped up. Wrap it up. Uh, so we can do our quick tier list and see how long it goes for, and then cut it if it's too long. We could just wrap here and have a here. have a nice footy session. I think we go footy. Yeah. Wrap it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind Pussies. getting... <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting away early. Early? It's 9.30pm on a Tuesday. Earlier than 10.30. Not exactly early. Oh, it's not going to be 10.30. I think it would t- take 15 minutes. As a quick test. Just we, to, we, just to we, ch- check the waters to see how long it will take. If it takes yeah. longer than 15, we'll, we'll just stop and do an outro. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. Is that too long? Yeah, why not? Yeah, okay, that. All right, how are we doing this tier list? So we're taking a turn each, picking a soft beverage off said list that we've got in front of us. Um, and are we just assigning a we're assigning a tier? tier? It is. Are we starting bottom to top on what we think the order should be ourselves? No, I think you pick one that you really want to place in a certain spot. Okay. So say, for example, we all had one locked in before the start, um, which is 
sarsaparilla. Um, and we would choose that. I would choose that, and it, like I would put that in an F tier. Yeah, T tier, trash. Yeah, I was gonna say F equivalent, third. bottom bottom tier. Yeah, if you will, Z tier. Yeah, yeah, because um, it's garbage. It's a power bottom because it will overpower your mouth, and it is terrible. <laughs> I've got nothing else. That's great. Can we just wrap it up there? <laughs> but sarsaparilla bad. Sarsaparilla <laughs> power bottom confirmed. Yep. All right. So. I'll rattle off the list that we have the contenders. In, in front of us. So we've got uh, Pepsi Max, Kirk's Besito, plain Coca-Cola. Nothing plain about Coca-Cola. <laughs> Coca-Cola Original, is it called these days? I think it is. Co- I think it says Coca-Cola classic, classic on the can. Yeah, it's, like new Col- it's like new Slurm when they, and then they bring back Slurm Classic and everyone's hooked. Coke Classic, Coca-Cola, no sugar. Uh, Coca-Cola Diet Coca-Cola Vanilla Solo Sunkist Mountain Dew Are we are we just saying Mountain Dew as a whole or energized versus non-energized? No, Mountain Dew Legacy Edition. I see. Pre-energized. Okay. Fair enough. Sprite. Oh yeah. Shout out LeBron. <laughs> Seven Up and Classic Kirk's Lemonade. Alrighty. God bless. How do we want to decide who goes first? I think a quick, simple game of the board game Risk shall decide. <laughs> mm, okay. I was thinking... Yes, this is Paper Rockworks too. And maybe we, we th- each take turns playing a casual round of Call of Duty Zombies and see who gets to the highest round but and then they can go first. I think if we did that three times each and then averaged... Best, uh, just to be fair, rounds. because sometimes there's glitches and you get well, caught. like you might get real, real dodgy on the mystery box. Yeah, true. Um, which is a strategy I generally don't like to go for. To Classic be honest, RNG I like Jesus wall out. guns because I like being able to buy ammo. Um, Solid but that's a story trap. for a different pod. Yeah. Um, not exactly getting the ray gun off the wall, are you, Chief? Yeah, but I, I kill myself often with the ray gun. <laughs> 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 I'm good, but I'm not that good. Well, sounds like killing maybe last in this anyway. <laughs> Might, may not need to play out the zombies rounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just see this paper rock, boys. It's three way. Bo, sham, shoot on bow, shoot on bow. Ready? Row, sham, bow. Three way scissor. Three way scissor. Row, sham, bow. Double three way scissor. We live in each other's heads. Absolutely rent free. Permanent tendency. Uh, All right, boys. We we are houses in each other's heads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, send it. Row, Row sham, bow. Oh <laughs> Three ways again. Right, again. This is unbelievable. This has never happened before. Put the money on the on the quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Row, bookie Tatum. <laughs> Wait, 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 I wasn't ready. Oh, no. Matt had a Matt paper. Matt had out. paper, yeah. Count <laughs> it, count it. Rope, sham, bow. Beautiful. We'll go clockwise anyway. Juked him out, yeah. <laughs> clockwise, clockwise. Uh, All right, send it. with a rock. So, We're released. Uh, I feel pretty strongly about, from this list here, I feel pretty strongly about Solo. Mm. Mm. It's a good drink. As 
S tier. Yeah, I'm entirely okay with that. I yep. have no issue. Especially yeah. given our climate here in uh, the Gold Coast. Mm. Warm, warm section of Australia. Ice cold solo, hot day. Literally says thirst crusher on the can. It does. Unbeatable. Besides an ice cold beer. Unbeatable from soft drinks. And now they have a sugar-free version too. They so do. So you could crush your thirst without the caloric. The value. only thing I would put higher <laughs> if it was available would be lemon lime solo personally that's a very good drink yeah but it, what a shame they only dangle in front of you you gotta make your own cocktail mm-hmm. um there's only one more on here that i feel oh actually might be two that i feel very very strongly about and it is pepsi max it's S tier. Fight me. Yep. It's the best sugar-free beverage available. It absolutely is. Um, it's oh. hands down the best sugar-free cola on the market. Oh, <laughs> hands I th- down. Oh, I think it by <laughs> a country mile, the best. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> longer than a regular mile, longer than a nautical mile, the country mile. <laughs> Well-known unit of measurement. The country mile. The country mile <laughs> um, is used in the metric system quite often, actually. Sugar-free cola beverage by the Flemington Straight. Pepsi Max. I've got a tough decision here. I loved Mountain Dew growing up. Drank a dangerously unhealthy amount of it. This before it was caffeinated? Yes. Yeah, Legacy cool. edition. That's so that's A little e- bit healthier for you. That's even more Mountain Dew than you can probably imagine because there's no caffeine. It's slightly healthier than the current version. Mountain Dew Legacy pre-energy. Uh, I remember the first time I ever had vanilla Coke and it was mind-blowing. I've never never really cared for Coke, to be honest. Always been a Pepsi boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, likewise. But vanilla Coke is smooth and delicious. But. But. Internal deliberation. Kirk's Pasito. Oh, far out. He's taking us for a ride here. <laughs> Once you do this every time you get a choice. <laughs> Once a can of Kirk's Pasito is opened, it doesn't hang around longer than 30 seconds. That drink goes down like a treat. <laughs> Once the can hits <laughs> your two lips... Two sips max Kirk's Pasito. <laughs> You're lucky if you get two sips out of a Kirk's Pasito. I feel like those sips are definitely Gareth's sips, um, which is a unit of measurement <laughs> to the metric system when um, our friend Gareth... Asked to have a sip of your beverage. <laughs> it, it is it's, larger it's, than an average sip. It's like he he's it. claimed the bottom half of the can, <laughs> but you haven't drunk the top half yet. <laughs> Kirk's Pasito gets the S tier. Oh, he's absolutely KO'd me with the, he owns the bottom <laughs> half of the can. Never has there been a drink that is. You, you just can't put the can down. It's yeah, it's sure. so Moorish. Mm. So Moorish. Quite frankly, boys, we're a bit of an echo chamber of soft drinks <laughs> here at the moment. I just don't you wait. My th- hot takes are coming. don't think anyone's opposed to the SDs so far. <laughs> They're coming. All right. What have we got <laughs> left on the list? Matt went on and on about Mountain Dew. and yeah. didn't even rank it. <laughs> All righty. Um, I'm going to go... Oh man, Seven Up, classic as a kid, when my uncle used to take me to mm. KFC. 
Oh, okay, that was, that choice. Was, that was a, that's, oh. that's you getting dodgy there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Mark was a good man. <laughs> I've never met him, but the, the sentence itself was could have gone anywhere. Yeah, could have gone anywhere. I mean, luring kids in with seven up is just like easy money. A bear point. to honey, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's such such a classic pairing in my mind: seven up and KFC. Mm. Seven up is. Just a beautiful drink. Beautiful drink. Mm -hmm. But that's not what I'm going to rank here. (laughs) The classic Matthew move coming in hot with the misdirection. I'm going to take Kirk's Lemonade. Oh, yeah. Solid. I'm going to give it an A. The echo chamber grows stronger. (laughs) We're in an enclosed cave here as we're talking, boys. We're actually dining al fresco this (laughs) evening. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, Unseen to... 100% 100% of our audience, who are all listeners, we're, hopefully. We're recording in the same location that Bin Laden was hiding out in. It's echoing so much here right now. <laughs> Kirk's Lemonade, A tier. Not yep. the S of the others. No. Of the no, definitely drinks, not. But just an all-round solid drink. Still pretty solid. Great yeah. mixer. Shandy is Ooh. available. Or, as we tried out... Lemonade. At the pub the other week, the post-mix at the table shandy. The value shandy. The, the value shandy. The double fist shandy, if you will. The um, shandy if you don't want to go to the bar as often. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I I put this to the test and it worked out all right. Guess what? Lemonade and beer tastes like shandy, no matter how you mix it. I mixed it in my mouth manually, straw in each glass, tasted like a shandy. You could go... Probably a pint of lemonade to a schooner of beer would be the perfect ratio. We'll have to get one again next time. Yeah, um, absolutely. We're going to need a lot of lemonade. Good, or do you need a different size straw for one versus the you other? You definitely need different size straws. Um, currently, I'm all for the environment. Greeny boy over here is death staring me. I'm not death staring. I was, um, was, was just paper straw. He does look very menacing right now. Paper straw is troublesome for a lemonade. Just because it, it, it really brings yep. out the carbonation in the beverage as it comes through the straw. So bring your own metal straw from home. I'll bring my own metal straw in holster next time. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it is the 21st century, it? so you've, you've got your pants on. Those pants need to be held up with a belt. On that belt is your phone in its holster. Exactly. Next to that is your straw. Exactly. And on the other side of your phone is the other straw because you don't want to mix them up. Yep. One, 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 yeah, one obviously. And then probably on the back, you've got a tape measure. Yeah, realistically, I think that's only sensible. Um, yep. You never know when you need to uh, measure some furniture. Um, I, I always take my straw out with my cutlery set, naturally. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good Sounds choice. like you're joking, but like I took my, I was taking my little cutlery set with straw to work or, uh, quite often. Do you um, have one of those long forks that you can eat MREs with? You know, meals ready to eat that they send no. to the military in the long, like they're pretty tall bags, so they give you an extra long fork. It sort oh. of screws together. It's like about this long. Sounds very nice. Because the bag gets real hot when you cook it on your little Yeah, that and water. it's very long, so you don't forget yeah. your whole hand dirty on the inside of the bag. Yeah, no, I didn't have one of those. Mm. Um, I bought a Bring Me The Horizon branded um, <laughs> metal um, cutlery set with straw and bag. Mm. Um, I'm very cool. Um, Lemonade, A tier. But bringing up the hot takes uh, is me with uh, Mountain Dew. Legacy Edition? Or the only energized one on the list. Anyone on the list? This is Mountain Dew, Legacy, hyphen pre-energy, all in brackets. 
Yes. Uh, the it good is, one. It is uh, B tier. Uh, average drink. Very sweet. Not a huge fan. Ooh, I'm after so taste. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, my days. Mm. The... Uh, the only benefit Agreed. of the aftertaste is it makes you want to drink more to get rid of the aftertaste. Yes. Um, Great marketing by Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, as you alluded to earlier, 7-Up at KFC, great. Mountain Dew also available. Solo also available. These, like, it's not even Pepsi the, it's Max also available. Not even one of the Other best Pepsi beverages are available. At the <laughs> only shop you can get it from with a meal ready to go. Well, you can get a Taco Dom- Bell as well. Domino's. At, well, yeah, but like at any of these shops, it's not... It's not the best drink. You know what I mean? I phrased it wrong. Mountain Dew's not the best drink. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mountain Dew's not the best drink at any of these shops. Agreed. Uh, hmm. Matt's really sad. Yeah. I He's hurting. I can't even remember what good Mountain Dew used to taste like, to it's, be honest. Uh, it tasted like nostalgia and that's all. That's, um, that's what I fear a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the Energized one is just garbage. Rose tinted straw. The Energized one is not good. Like, uh, I would even put it well below B tier. The only way that Mountain Dew is good now is in a Mountain Dew freeze from KFC. Mm. It's quite nice. And that's because you get caffeinated? It could be, I don't know. You get 50% less because it's all there and it's frozen. Mm. So it's not nearly as sweet and like... Yeah. In your mouth. Mountain Dew comes in the bottle default as cordial. Carbonated cordial. Dilute at fifty percent, you Gucci. Now, um, not a bad plan. I think this one, hopefully, might spark a bit of controversy. Some controversy afoot. Coca Cola Classic. I don't think this is going to spark any controversy, mate. I think you could be preached to the choir here. Go on. Yeah. I worry. <laughs> How deep in this cave can we go? <laughs> Coca Cola Classic. D tier. And boys, we are recording live from the Mariana <laughs> Trench. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's we so just not completely good. completely right? agree. Like, it's so sweet. It makes your teeth hurt and it leaves that film on your teeth. It hurts your nose. Hurts your nose. Hurts I your I think soul. it should be C tier strictly because it's good at cleaning coins. <laughs> it has use. <laughs> it can clean coins and unclog your drains. Yeah. But so can WD-40. I don't think that... And it tastes better. WD-40 will clean clean anything, mate. It displaces water. Clean your eye out. (laughs) (laughs) Sheesh. All right, yep, cool. Let's um, move Where is the pen? Where? I'm so sorry. So what? You're putting that as C? D. 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 Yeah. Excellent. All right, what have we got left? We've got Coca-Cola No Sugar, Coca-Cola Diet, Coca-Cola Vanilla. (laughs) Thanks for that. Uh, Interesting. Sunkissed Sprite Seven Up. I think we just have one round each more. Okay, so I like make it. make these choices. You good ones. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for orders two each, actually send it. I think what just off the bat? No, yeah, one. Just go. Uh, uh, one each. Yeah, all right, yeah, all right. right. I'm so sorry, I'm really changing speed the round. Round. Just speed just round. round. Just one. Just one. Okay. Well, I'm gonna put uh, Seven Up A. Simple as that. No, oh, it's easy. Yeah. yeah, that's a good A. <sighs> All right, Diet Coke. I'm drinking one right now. I think it's literally my first one ever. It is B tier. Hmm, that's not bad. I don't hate that. I'm not a I'm not a Coca Cola fan. I would argue C tier. Um, really? Yeah. All right. 
Mm. Moving on. But if Pepsi Max is S, then I feel like B could be well placed for. I didn't think it was. It's not close to Pepsi Max in any and way. An an inferior diet beverage, diet cola beverage. Surely, yeah. B may be suitable. Hmm. Coke no sugar, C tier. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's definitely worse than Diet Coke now that I've had one of these. Diet Coke is saltier from memory than Coconut Sugar. Uh, which I don't hate because I'm a salty boy. No sugar. And Keelan is, lives in a salty season. Coconut Sugar is weird. Banned uh, uh, Instagram. From the moment when you open a bottle or can of Coke No Sugar and the first sip touches your mouth, you're thinking, why isn't this a Pepsi Max? Dead set, though. First thought, regret. <laughs> Second thought, <laughs> do I have anything else in the fridge? That's right. It Third was thought, this or water. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have one thing on Coke No Sugar, and that is somehow they taste so different out of a can and out of a bottle. The can has this weird like cinnamon thing going on. I swear. Mm. Cross my heart. You will notice it next time you have one. Can you bring some evidence for next episode? Uh, I'll try. I really don't want to buy a 30-pack of... Well, don't buy a 30-pack. You need to buy... Where do I buy a can from? Just buy a bottle. One... No, the bottle doesn't have it as much. Oh, yeah, right. That's the whole point. I'll buy a 1.25 litre bottle and I'll buy a 10-pack of cans or something. Take a box cutter... Next time you go to Woolies. The individual ones don't scan, mate. You used to work Walk down the aisle. This, all right? and Slip it down your trouser leg. Make yeah. sure your joggers are tucked into your socks and it's not coming out. <laughs> they will notice. You'd be surprised. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> Look, if you've got 20 of them down there, right down your leg, right up to your crotch, they're not going to say anything. It's a medical condition. They can't ask. You'll just look like one of those people that drinks too much coffee and has big legs for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could just like wear a long sleeve t-shirt and put it in my yeah, sleeve look, next to my elephant, bicep man. and just say I injected synthol into my bicep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. The louder right, you was, yell at them, the more scared just they'll go get. Just purchase and can. Dude, I swear they don't do it. IGA, 7-Eleven. Oh no, they totally do them at Seven Eleven. Yeah, oh, sorry, my my apologies. I'm a goose. Yeah, it's ten to ten, and I am a goose. Mm-hmm. Lock it in. All right. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to rank. Sunkist. Yep. I'm going to rank it. C. Mm. Well placed. Sunkist isn't the best orange. Soft drink. Why do we put it on the list then? Because that's the point for oh, the controversy. No, they need to be all S here. <laughs> <laughs> Sunkist is too sweet sometimes. And it has a funny aftertaste. Mm. A bit like if are, you... Are we comparing, are we, we're obviously comparing it to the OG Fanta at this point, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah okay. of course. Sorry. Well, so sorry. we're yep. comparing oranges to oranges here, Chief. <sighs> As... <laughs> Sunkist is Fanta if you brush your teeth before you had your glass of Fanta. Yeah, that's it. It's so accurate. <laughs> Fanta is the premium orange fl- or, or, orange drink, yep. orange beverage. Yep. Yeah, too bad it's not on our list. Um, <laughs> another list for another day. So I am choosing to rate vanilla. I'm assuming it's Coke. 
Um, yes, vanilla essence. Vanilla <laughs> essence. Now, <laughs> vanilla essence by itself is it's like a cordial. You should dilute it before you drink it. Are you talking pure vanilla essence, <laughs> the expensive kind, or imitation vanilla? Imitation vanilla essence <laughs> that's made out of like that bug stuff. Bug, yeah. bug asshole juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. I forget what bug it is, but it. Yeah, um, yeah. Mix that with cordial. Um, but more importantly, vanilla Coke. I think if Coke no sugar is C tier and Diet Coke is B. Um, is this vanilla Coke no sugar or is this just vanilla just Coke? Vanilla Coke. Coke. Okay, yeah, it's C tier. Sorry. C tier. So sweet. Ooh. So aggressive. It is sweet. Ooh. And it's full of sugar. So it's it's immediately like not my first choice. The torch has gone out in the cave, and we've had to take a step back mm. for the first time. Given that we're in the Mariana Trench, I don't think there was a <laughs> torch on. <laughs> we had an underwater flare going. Yeah, vanilla Coke should be A tier at least. Nah, I disagree. And that's what were the other, that's what the the other the Cokes ranked? I rate it below Diet Coke. I think I did. Diet Coke oh, was no way. B. No way. That's criminal. It's Just go- for reference, Isaac has literally a fridge full of Diet Coke. Not one can of vanilla Coke in there currently. Uh, I do not drink any Coca-Cola products. You'll have noticed there was a shelf full of Pepsi Max and there's another 24 case of Pepsi Max on the floor waiting to be stacked in the fridge. This podcast episode has been brought to you by uh, Pepsi, Max. Pepsi Max. Shout out Kendall Jenner. <laughs> Peace. Max taste, no sugar. <laughs> so How I is there all this, one left? Yeah, Sprite. Cause oh, Isaac yeah, I was first. lost. Yeah, you're lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. The original, probably everyone's first soft drink. Sun- yeah, quite possibly. Sunkissed to see. Vanilla to see. It's not better than Kirk's. It's better than C, so it has to be B tier. Um, I actually rate it higher than Kirk's, but yeah, put put down whatever rating you believe in. You would rate... He's he's objectively wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Sprite is not better than Kirk's lemonade. I like the I like the limeness. The Bro, it's way too spicy of a soft drink. It's super spicy. duper super duper overcarbonated. The sip that oh, burns no. your throat <laughs> as you drink it. <laughs> I forgot to take carbonation into effect. Look, it's been a while since I had a Kirk's lemonade, so But if I had to if I had to take one out of the fridge right now, it'd probably be a Sprite. Sprite's so carbonated that I just burped thinking about Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that dude that's oh. like, bet you can't chug a sparkling water and uh, exactly. without burping, and exactly. then he, <laughs> yeah, it gets half a second in and runs into the All right, boys. There's only one thing left to do here. Heads. Who or tails. Who are we up to? I don't know. Back but, to me, I think. Um, we're flipping a coin. We've oh. all we've all done it once, right? Yes, I think it's back to you because you started. Yep, it's preparing to flip. It's preparing. Yeah, what do you want? Quick go. Oh no! Oh, oh, right. I want to call it and then flip. All right, sorry. All right, the Google built-in coin flipper just flips it straight away when you Google flip a coin. Far out. It <laughs> doesn't muck around. No Google, does it? <laughs> all right, we're back on our no favorite no coin flipping website. In. Uh, I believe it's been heads twice and tails once, right? Yeah, but we are on a different browser, so we have no cookies. But tails is due. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is very tough as a gambling oh, man. man. I'm really disappointed I didn't charge my 
iPad so we could get the accurate stats. But sorry, all right. Are you ready? Any professional gambler knows that um, heads is hot, but yep. tails is just <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and the previous outcomes seriously impact <laughs> the next outcome. <laughs> Especially with virtual coin flipping. Prior performance does not indicate future performance. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with heads Flipping Oh it made a noise That was beautiful It's heads Oh beautiful Congratulations Holy shit Heads is hot Every other week (laughs) Heads is not hot Heads was due Globally So Every other week the global stats have been split 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think many people have actually rolled heads, flipped heads, rolled heads, whatever, it, it since ahead. last week because it's it's a difference of uh, how many spaces is that? It's a difference of 700,000 coin flips in favour of tails. Whoa. The odds, instead of being 50-50 to two decimal places, are... Forty-eight point five four percent to heads, to fifty-one point four six to tails. Well and truly overdue. Yeah, I think. If Good we thing you again, didn't give those stats first because I know what I would have. It wouldn't let that. me. It wouldn't let me show because it really doesn't want us to think that prior performance indicates prior <laughs> indicates future performance. But those who read know, the PDFs for details. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess uh, thank you. Wrap up there. See you next <laughs> week. You. We need like a funny line out, like "Thank you and good night." I think "See you next week" is fine. <laughs> and you throw in "God bless" at the end, like a fucking weirdo. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> That's not even true. We don't we don't usually record these on a Tuesday, and we no, definitely don't I, release I them on I think I will Tuesday. see you on next Tuesday though, because we've got basketball. Uh, <laughs> yes, we will probably see each other next Tuesday. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> And we can just like have a siren blare. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.